excited about being online with you tonight. Thank you for uh, being obedient and coming online because uh, you're going to learn, you're going to grow, you're going to know exactly what God expects of you in 2022. And so uh, get ready, get your pen, papers, or whatever you have so that you can take good notes and then go over those notes uh, as well. Uh, let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for another opportunity to come before your presence with thanksgiving and praise. Thank you for another opportunity to minister to these, your sheep. I ask that you would speak to my mind, speak through my mouth, the words of truth that we will grow thereby. Thank you, Father, for anointing the hearers to uh, understand and comprehend what's being said tonight by the Holy Spirit. We thank you for a great year of explosive miracles, and we are expecting great things on behalf of your kingdom. Thank you for it in advance. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And, uh, body of Christ, we've been ministering on, on Wednesday nights, transitioning into kingdom living. Uh, <clears throat> again, transitioning into kingdom living. Now, then one of the things we said, I'm going to go back and reemphasize the character of kingdom living. So when we talk about transitioning into kingdom living, we talk about the character of kingdom living. And we talked about Matthew. We gave you Matthew 6.33. We gave you uh, first, I mean, I'm sorry, Colossians 1.12. We also gave you uh, St. John 3 and 5. Uh, chapter 3, verses 3 and verses 5. And we also gave you uh, Luke uh, 17, 21. And these all reference to us being a part of the kingdom of God. Now, why is this so important? Uh, because we are to represent, when I hear me well, a representation of the kingdom of God. Jesus was a brilliant representation of the kingdom of God. Uh, he would say at times, behold, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then he would begin to operate in the supernatural abilities of God's power to demonstrate God's love and, and, and God's uh, uh, concern for humanity. Now, what we have to do is since we are in the kingdom, uh, we've been born again in the kingdom of God. We know now that there's two kingdoms. It's the kingdom of darkness and there's the kingdom of light. We all started out in the kingdom of darkness, okay? But when we got born again and washed by the blood, we were transitioned into the kingdom of God's dear son. So now the kingdom of God have resided on the inside of us so we can function and flow in the principles of God. Now, this is so important, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I want to, I want to go somewhere as, as I move, as the Holy Spirit lead me. Um, yes, see, yes, see, yes, see, yes, see. Let's go to... Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 3. I know you know this, but we want to go to it anyhow. Uh, I want to give you, I gave you three words, and I want to go back over those three words <clears throat> so that you will have them. They have some definition behind them that the Holy Spirit gave to me uh, that I think will you have in your uh, notes for reference. 
Now, uh, last week we talked about uh, heavenly citizens. We were, so we were part of a heavenly citizens that our citizenship is in heaven, even though we live here on earth. So everything we do is from heaven to earth. Amen. So, but in, in well, okay, let's go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. We need to do that. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. We must go over there first. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, in Colossians chapter 3, or chapter 1, verse 12. Uh, okay, thank you, Lord. I'll do that too. Uh, now, watch this here. And um, it's a uh, whom, uh, well, was giving thanks unto the Father, which have made us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who have delivered us from the powers of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redempt redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. And that's where we go, and we're, we're saying that we've been uh, become heavenly citizens because of the blood of Jesus. Now, in uh, the word, I want to use the word, he says translated. When we talk about the word translated, it means to change the form, to change the form of, uh, to change the form of condition, uh, to change the form of a nature. Or to convert. So when you might translate, it's about to convert, to change the form of condition of your nature or conversion, to convert over from one place to another place. So we've been translated, amen, into the kingdom of his son. Now, let's go to, uh, I got the, the Holy Spirit gave me something else. I want to look at it real quickly. Um, thank you, Lord. Okay, um, let's go over to Romans now, chapter 12. Romans chapter, chapter 12, excuse me. And we want to look at another word, transform. Because we've been translated, now we have to be transformed. So we're talking about getting into um, transitioning into kingdom living. Uh, we've been translated, but now we have to be transformed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Has to be transformed. Amen, amen, amen. Now, in Romans chapter 12, verse number two, uh, let's start at verse one for good reading. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, verse two, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Now, I really want you to pay attention to transform. We've been translated, but we have to be transformed in what we've been translated to. This is so important. And I don't think the body of Christ is hearing enough of this. That's why people stay in the same condition of their living, of their thinking, of their being, because nobody's telling them you got to be transformed. You got to be transformed into what you've been translated into which is the kingdom of God's son, which is his spirit. Praise God. Now, now, when we talk about transform, it means to undo. It means to go uh, undergo, excuse me, to undergo a change in appearance. That's what we talk about character. See, character means, we'll get into that just for a minute. 
to, to undergo a change in appearance, uh, to undergo a change in character. Also, this word also means to undergo a change or to convert over. And so again, this word is telling us that there's something you and I must do because we've been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, when we talk about the word, we give you another word, uh, transcending, uh, T-R-A-N-S-E-N-D-I-N-G. Because uh, once, once we understand we've been translated and then we start going through the transformation, then in our spirit, in our life, we start transcending up. Now, I want to go to 1 Corinthians. Uh, let's see, it might be 2 Corinthians. Let's uh, see, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank now, listen real good because this is very good for us to grab a hold of this revelation. Now, no, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now, again, ladies and gentlemen, we've been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Number two, uh, we're supposed to, in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, that we're not supposed to be transformed in the renewing of our mind. Now, you don't have to renew your spirit because your spirit is born again. It's a brand new, your spirit is brand new. So you got to renew your mind to your brand new spirit. You got to renew your mind to your brand new spirit. Amen. That's what we're talking about, transformation. And while this happens, uh, you're beginning to transitioning into kingdom living. Amen. Now, when this is, now go to, again, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now, listen, now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, uh, freedom to do this, freedom to access the kingdom of God. Uh, there's nothing blocking you uh, for as Satan is concerned. The only blockage you will have is what you have in your mental capacity. Now, again, Let's go to verse 18, please, because this is where we get the transcending aspect of God. We've been translated from trans from translation uh, to transformation and to now we talk about transcending into the kingdom of God. Now, um, but we all, but we all are with open face beholding in as in a glass the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. Now notice the glory of the Lord, the presence of God, are changed. And listen to this class, are changed into. See, transitioning means a changing into, to convert from one place to another. And this has to be done daily, weekly, monthly. You have to do this on purpose. Praise God. Now, if you want to live and see explosive miracles, and you want to expect great things to happen, you're going to have to undergo this type of transformation, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no more picking flowers and doing, you know, one day you want to do it, next no, no, no. You got to be consistent in your living. You got to be consistent in your thinking. You got to be consistent in your being all the time, praise the Lord. Now, let me keep reading. It's a change into the same image same image 
from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now, now notice say from glory to glory. Let me read it out the Amplified, and you'll see the word transcending. Okay, again, the word transcending is T-R-A-S-C-E-N-D-I-N-G. It means living uh, to rise above or beyond or to exceed. Uh, living to rise above or go beyond to exceed. To outdo. to outdo exceeding excellence, elevation, hallelujah, uh, degree, and then it says surpass, excel. These are definitions I've got. Surpass, surpass, excel. So that means we ought to be evolving into a great uh, magnif magnification of God's glory in the earth realm. And you and I have to do this on a daily basis. Again, we're talking about transitioning to kingdom living. Uh, we're talking about the character of kingdom living. And now we're talking about, now read, read it out the Amplified, Amplified, excuse me. And all of us, as we unveil his, his face, because we continue to behold the, in the word of God. Now, if you don't get in the word of God, you're not going to transform. It ain't going to happen. You can try to make it happen, but there's nothing, there's no substance there to cause you to do anything different than what you're already doing. I cannot stress that you got to meditate this word daily like you meditate everything else. And the enemy will get you so busy till you won't spend time meditating and reconditioning and, go, and undergo a transformation of your mind so that your life can exhibit the kingdom of God. Now, let, let's, let's get, so the word of God, you got to keep your, in the word of God, hallelujah. I'm trying to get, you got to get in the word of God, amen. Don't, don't let so many things get so important that you don't spend time in that word of the Lord. Because why? As in the mirror, the glory of the Lord are constantly, now notice, constantly being transfigured into the very own image and ever increasing splendor. See, that's the transcending. That, that's where we get the transcending from. Ever increasing splendor. And from one degree of glory to another degree of glory, from one, from this comes from the Lord who is the spirit. So now, what does that say? That's it. As I get in the word and, and I begin to uh, uh, transform my mind to who I am in Christ, I begin to go from one degree of glorious living to another degree of glorious living. And I'm going through this because I'm transforming my mind and my spirit is now agreeing with my mind and we're able to get things done on behalf of God the Father. Are you listening, class? It's so important that you get a hold of this. You and I are supposed to be making a difference like Jesus did. You've been translated into his kingdom, okay? His kingdom is all about multiplication. It's all about doing things, as Jesus said, uh, putting the seed out there. 
sowing seed into the kingdom of God. What about sowing seed? Sowing uh, word. Uh, God loves you. Jesus loves you. These kind of things. You're sowing seed. Praise God. Uh, you're helping somebody. Amen. Amen. So these kind of things, when the Holy Spirit prompts you to do that, you're operating in the kingdom of God. Now, taking on that image is so important that you have to do this on a daily basis. If you're not, it's not going to happen to you automatic. Uh, you have to work on yourself. I have to work on myself. You got to work on yourself. Everybody got to work on themselves. Now, when we deal with the word character, we're in a world now where character doesn't mean a whole lot. Used to be your character was everything because your, your character told people who you were. But just because the world, remember now, is the kingdom of God, kingdom of God. The kingdom of darkness operates with no character. They'll lie, steal, cheat, whatever they need to do to get ahead in this world. But in the kingdom of God, we don't do that. We operate in the principles of God. We operate in the word of God to, to move forward in this world by the supernatural abilities of God. Now, just because people don't have character don't mean you don't have to have character. No. Character. Well, most of the time when people don't have character, they become a character. They begin to act out. They begin to do stupid stuff uh, because they don't have character. Amen. But character is so strong uh, for a Christian because in character, two things will have honesty and integrity. Those things go so far with God that God blesses those people that chooses to be in honesty and character. Now, when we deal with the word character and definition, uh, it says the features and traits that form the individual nature or some person or thing. Uh, moral or uh, ethical quality, which this day our society has no morals. Uh, they are so much immorality are going on. Uh, so much stuff is being played out on the on the TV in schools around the world. Uh, it's just real, real sad to see the sickening factors that humanity is debasing themselves uh, at the expense of the kingdom of darkness. Now we have to be different than that. We have to hold true to God, no matter what they're doing outside, we have to hold true to God and be that person of, of good character by the grace of God. Now, and also, and for qualities of honesty, see, I told you, qualities of honesty, courage, integrity, reputation, uh, it, it, it goes, going into my, how a person uh, work, how a person operates within a system. And so these things are so important, ladies and gentlemen, and don't buy into the lies of Satan. Uh, don't buy into the lies of your friends, of people around you. No, you are saved. And the old folks say you are saved, sanctified, baptized with the Holy Ghost, and got the, burn, uh, the, the mighty burning fire on the inside of you. Uh, keep the blaze of holiness strong in your life. Uh, this world 
is uh, and Christians are falling from holiness. They get into everything. It, it just is terrible to see the body of Christ uh, demoralizing themselves uh, in such a time as this when we're supposed to be drawing clear, closer to God. Uh, people are drawing far from God, uh, uh, calling it Christianity. No, 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 no. It doesn't work. When did Jesus ever do that? The Bible says whatever Jesus did is what we do. Who he is is who we are. Right, let's go to 1 John. Go to uh, 1 John chapter 3. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at this. 1 John chapter 3. And, and we're going to stick with the Bible. We're going to stick with the word. Okay? No person voice is stronger than the word of God. I don't care who it is. I don't care what title they got. I don't care what job they got. No person's voice is stronger than the word of God. All right? So now let's look, let's look at the word. And, and 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Notice what it says there, class. But what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore we know, therefore the world knoweth us not. Wait a minute. The world knows us not. You know why? Because we don't look like them. We don't do what they do. Now, he said, therefore, because it knew him not. They didn't understand Jesus. They're not going to understand you when you stand for holiness, stand for sanctification, stand for righteousness. You, you ain't bound that. You ain't agree with that. See, the word of God it's the word of God. I don't care what laws they make. That no law from Washington, D.C. is stronger than the laws of God. And if the laws violate the word of God, then those laws are out of order. I don't care how much they vote them into Congress. I don't care. The Bible says they are out of order. And we have to govern our lives by the word of God. Amen. Peter said, I'd rather obey God than man. And we have to make that stand on behalf of holiness and righteousness. If not, amen, we become prey to Satan. Amen. Praise God. Now, let's keep reading. Verse 2, behold, now we are the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that have this hope in him purifieth himself. Oh my. Do you hear that? Every man that have this hope in him purifieth himself. Let me read this in the Amplified for you, please. See what an incredible love, a quality of love the Father has given, shown, bestowed on us that we should be permitted to be named and called and counted the children of God. And so we are the reason that the world does not know, recognize us as, as, as that it does not know, recognize, acknowledge him. Beloved, we are even here and now God's children. It is not yet disclosed, made clear what we shall be hereafter. But we know that when he comes and is manifested, we shall be as, as God's children, resemble, resemble and be like him. For we shall see him just as he really is. Verse 3, and everyone who has this hope resting on him cleanses, purifies himself just as he is pure, chaste, undefiled, and guiltless. Let me tell you something. That's very important. See, just 
told us that we have to purify ourselves. So all this stuff that they're saying, uh, that we ain't got to do this, you have to do that, you know, God don't expect you to do that, it's a falsity. It's a lie according to the word of God. These are the people that want to just get out there and blankly sin and justify the under grace. They're not under grace. Amen. They are under flesh. And the Bible says, there is no good thing that dwelleth in the flesh. And then the Bible says, he that is of the flesh cannot please God. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we have to take the word of God over the voice of man. Because man's always going to downplay uh, God's word so they can do what they want to do. But when we talk about transitioning kingdom living, that means doing the things that God expects us to do. Then we have to hold true to God. When we hold true to God, then we're holding true to ourselves in God. It's so very important, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Now, stick with me. Don't shut me down because I'm teaching real good. This is very important. Now, when we, um, let's see. Uh, first, uh, let's go to Titus. Titus, the book of Titus. That's behind, I think it's, let's see, the book of Titus. Let's go there and look at that. Got something here that the Holy Spirit wants to address. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. We're learning tonight. I'm telling you, you're going to be challenged to leave God. You're going to be challenged to not walk in holiness. You're going to be challenged to, uh, to uh, drop your morals and your standards. But don't do it, ladies and gentlemen. The enemy is out there. He's prowling. Uh, to bring shame to God's people, but don't fall for the trickery of Satan. Amen. Stay strong in the faith. Be a defender of the faith. Amen. And God will bless you abundantly. Now, in Titus chapter one, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Ch Titus chapter one, we're going to look at verse 15. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, unto the pure, uh, first Titus chapter one, verse 15. Unto the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving, is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. Remember we talk about transforming by the renewal of your mind. He's here, he says, uh, the reason why they aren't pure because they had transformed their mind. They have transformed their conscience. Now notice we talked about the conscience uh, a while back uh, that that's so important. Now, let's look at verse 16. They profess now, ladies and gentlemen, we wanna, whether we want to accept this or believe this or not, this is happening all over the world. They profess that they know God. But in works, they deny him. Being abominable and disobedient. And unto every good work, a reprobate. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't write this, but I'm called to preach it. 
I'm called to preach it so we can stand strong and be a defender of the faith. Hallelujah. Shout, shout amen if you can, because I'm talking the truth tonight on the basis of the blood of Jesus that he shed for us on Calvary, went through so much pain and agony so that we can live a holy and righteous and sanctified life. So don't tell me I can just live like a dog and do the things I want to do and, 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 and not suffer the consequences for it. No, he was hung up for all of that, ladies and gentlemen. So now you're going to say that doesn't matter? I don't think so. Hallelujah. Now, I want to read this in the Amplified to become clear. Somebody ought to say amen. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost here. Praise God. Hallelujah. See, you guys, I'm telling you, you got to stand the test. You got to stand the test. Be strong. Be bold. Be courage. Because the enemy know you're trying to live holy, trying to live clean, trying to live right. He's going to send all his dirty deeds and his dirty dogs at you. But you better be strong in the power of the Lord so you can stand against all the trickeries of Satan, according to Apostle Paul over in Ephesians. Put on the whole arm of God that you'll be able to stand against all the onslaughts of Satan. Are you listening, class? This is a very serious moment. We're in a very serious time. And Satan don't care not about you or anybody else. He wants to drag your tail to hell if he can. That's all he wants. And you have to understand that. And don't let him drag your tail. No, no. Let Jesus let God make you the head and not the tail. See, that's what you got to do. You got to do it. I got to do it. And God calling the body of Christ to stand up and be a defender of the faith, be a defender of the kingdom of God. Praise God. Now, let me read this in the in the, in the Amplified now. So you, you won't just say, but he just blowing it away. No, baby. I'm talking about the spirit of the living God. Now watch this. Amplified. To the pure in heart and conscience, all things will appear. But to the defiled and the corrupt and the unbelieving, nothing is pure. Their very minds and conscience are defiled and polluted. Run from them people. Don't, don't, give them, don't give them time of day if that's all they want to do. You ain't got time for that. You got, you got to guard your mind. Let the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart, be acceptable in our sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We have been delivered from the hand of the enemy. She got to know these things. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against, against thee. Now to him that's able to keep me from falling and keep me in the presence of God. So we got all these scriptures. Praise God. Hallelujah. That will keep you strong and bold and a defender of the faith and, and let God be glorified in your life. Amen. You're precious. You're peculiar. You're a jewel. You're the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. And you got to know that. 
Amen. Now, again, now, now let me read it. This at the 16th verse, Amplified. They profess. Now we got a lot of this, and it's a shame before God. They profess to know God. I know God. I'm saved. I go to church. I'm a member of the church. Yeah. But are you translating? Are you trans? Are you going through transformation? Are you transcending into the things of God? Hallelujah. Now, to recognize, see, they profess to know God, to recognize, perceive, and be acquainted with him. See, those things I just said. Now, watch what the word said. Watch what the word said. But deny and disown and renounce him by what they do. Someone ought to shout amen to the word of God. They denounce them, not just by what they say, by what they do, where they go, how they act. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. This is the living truth that will set us free. Then he goes on to say, now, now notice what he said when they're like this. So they're fooling themselves. If they think God ex ex accepted them in that manner, and the enemy has to see them to make they make them think they can keep on going like that, and the, but they all understand the Bible say they 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 are uh, over in the Word of God they say they uh, uh, profess to know me, they, they call me Lord Lord, but I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. See. Now, watch what he say here. Now, look at the Bible now. We're in Titus 1, 16 in the Amplified. I'm almost through. But we got to be right this year. Amen. And you got to run from everybody that's wrong. I don't care who they is. We talking about heaven or hell. Amen. You got to be more Lord to God than anybody else. Praise be unto God. Because at the end of the day, who you got the answer to? Huh? Who you got to stand before? God. That person voice around you don't mean a hill of being. Ain't going to mean a thing in the world when you're standing for Almighty God and got to give an account. Praise God. Think about these things, ladies and gentlemen. If you live on a daily basis in the kingdom of God, think about these things. Now, the Bible says, let me read this again. We'll go back up top. I love you. Appreciate you. Stay on here now. They profess to know God, to recognize, perceive, and be acquainted with him, but they deny and disown him and renounce him about what they do. They are, dis now notice, they are dis detestable and loathsome, unbelieving, disobedient, and disloyal, and rebellious, and they are unfit and worthless. A good work deed of enterprise of any kind. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is why we got to continue to be trans transitioning into the kingdom of God so we don't find ourselves in this passage. No, we find ourselves in doing 
the things of God. You see what I'm saying? Now, why is this so important? Pull me to 2 Corinthians. I'm almost finished. 2 Corinthians, praise God. Now, chapter 5. Some things bear going over and over again till we get them. Learn that from Dad Higgins. Now, in 2 Corinthians, Chapter 5, as I get ready to close this session, I hope you're really gaining some knowledge tonight. I hope I'm making you stronger and bolder in your, in your walk with God. Because they're going to challenge us in the last day. You know, it's a shame that women don't even respect, men don't even respect uh, relationships on any level. It, it just, it's just it's sad. People try to break up people's friendships. It's all kind of stuff. Why, why, you, why are people allowing the devil to use them in a matter because they're not transitioned into the kingdom of God? See, see, the Bible said, love worketh no ill against his brother. And if you love folk, like they say they love folk, nobody be working ill against nobody. We'll be praying for people. Trying to encourage people. I feel sorry for people when they struggle. Amen. Lord, help them. Lord, help them to see the error of their way so they can repent and change their mind and do the right thing. That's my prayer for people from now on. When I see people sort of swaying and going this way or that way, it's sad. Because Jesus didn't die for them play over his pain. He bears so much pain so we can have a wonderful life here on earth and people don't even care anymore as if he never did a thing for them. That's sad. Now, let's go over here now in my closing. Second Corinthians. Praise God. And verse number 17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. And behold, new things are there. What is he saying? That's transitioning into kingdom living. I mean, it can't get and all things are become new. This is so important that you and I understand this on behalf of the kingdom of God. Now, let's go to verse 20. When we get to, we see 15, then we go to 20 and see why things have to become new. Now then, since we are in Christ, Jesus, now then we are ambassadors of Christ. As though God deep see you by us, we pray you in Christ that be reconciled to God. 
Verse 21. For he have made him to be sin for us. See, he became sin for us. He became sin for you. Praise God. You not understand that? He did that so you don't have to sin. You don't have to be in the sin. You don't have to live in sin. You don't have to agree with sin. So you can walk away from sin. Do you understand this, ladies and gentlemen? Praise God. That we might be raised, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now, in the Amplified, I want to read this in the Amplified. So you can, in verse 20. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God making his appeal as it were through us. See, God making his appeal through us as Christ's ambassadors. But are we are we ambassadors? You know, the Bible says those that do not submit to God are bastards. So we are so we are either ambassadors or we are bastards in the in the things of God. Now, I didn't call him out a bastard. I'm saying he said we are ambassadors, illegitimate, no longer part of the kingdom of God. That's over in Hebrew chapter 12. You can go read it for yourself. Amen. Then it goes on and says, we, we as Christ, watch this. I'm in the Amplified. I hope you're looking. We as Christ's personal representative, how you personally represent him. Huh? How you personally represent Christ as a kingdom citizen. Beg you for his sake to lay hold on divine favor now offer and be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made Christ virtually to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in and through him we might become and do with viewed as being in and examples of the righteousness of God, what we ought to be, what you say, what we ought to be approved, acceptable. And in right standing with him by his goodness. Did you hear that? So that means I can't be doing everything and be in right standing with him. He wouldn't say that if it didn't make no difference what I do. And whatever I did, I'll be in right standing with him. But that's not what the Bible said. It said what we ought to be. A proven and acceptable and right relationship with him. So now if God didn't do it, why they, why they saying they're doing it? Jesus ain't never did some of that stuff they did, calling on the grace. Jesus ain't never did that. The Bible said he was tempted with all points of life, and he never did any sin. He was tempted, but he never sinned. That's what the Bible says. So all this stuff, it couldn't be Jesus. Jesus don't drink. Jesus, Jesus didn't go to the club. Jesus didn't have uh, uh, somebody on the side. Jesus wasn't doing drugs or whatever the case may be. He didn't do none of that. He worked the works of his father that sent him. He was on a mission from God. He didn't have time to pick flowers on the wayside. He said, he said, my will 